0: Hey, it's Chris Mitchell. After 10 years with no dog, we got Walter. I bring him to work with me a couple days a week, but on the days when he's not here, he goes to Ridgeside Canine
1: for puppy daycare.
2: Walter absolutely
0: loves it there, and I know he's in great hands. Clean, spacious, happy.
3: We even see pictures on Facebook of what he's up to. I love that you can have him train your dog while your dog's with him. I can't recommend them enough. Ridgeside Canine Training Facility and Aquatic Center on Gateway Drive in Winchester. That's ridgesidecaninewinchester.com. Um.
4: please stand clear of the doors
5: i'm so happy to be on the monorail right now i'm so tired i just want to sit
0: why is it going backwards guys i'm so confused right now because they're trying to
5: make the
1: ride more invigorating wow what's so funny (laughs) Welcome to episode 79 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on Indiana Jones and the Temple of Peril. We know this ride is not written, written in English, but we decided to change it so we don't butcher the French words for the whole episode, which I kind of did at the beginning, but you guys are not going to hear that part because I'm going to edit it out. I so edit that part out too, probably. No, we can keep that part in. Why would you <laughs> well, that Because it's fun. I don't know. It's funny. Uh, so... Obviously, you know, Alex, mm. have you been on the ride? No, <laughs> can't <laughs> say I have. Jen, have you been on the ride?
5: Nope, sure haven't.
1: Exactly. So, uh, obviously, I know that they, they haven't, but I was just trying to be polite and asking, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you never know. Maybe Jen, like a previous life, somehow wrote it and she remembered. Uh, but his life, it came out like during her lifetime. That's, that's true. true. That's true. Uh, but we've watched a video. Did you watch the video, Jen?
5: uh you want me to lie to you
1: <laughs> yes please lie to us <laughs>
5: yes i did no i um i haven't pulled up to watch and then i had to get on here so
1: okay uh, uh Alex, did you watch it i watched it an hour ago yeah i watched it a couple times i uh, watched it when i first I it twice there, one, one of the reasons why i watched it was that um Niels, who's actually going to share a little bit about the ride because he's mm-hmm. been there you know that's his home park is disneyland paris yeah and so i was kind of talking about with Niels and Niels. Kind of like me is not a very big fan of loops and like uh, roller coasters, right? Oh, really? I'm starting to become a fan of him. I'm gonna try to get him, you know, to become a fan of them also. Mm-hmm. If I can do it, he can do it. Yeah. Uh, but we you can of... do it. Anyone can do it. Exactly. So I was talking about it with him, and this, I believe, he was like, "I'm not really too big on it." You know, a lot of people don't like it here. And I was like, "Why don't people like it? Why is that like a popular ride over at Disneyland Paris?" So I check, I checked out the video like a couple, couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and. To me, it looks like it's a pretty cool ride. I think I would enjoy it because it doesn't have, it's kind of like Barnstormer with a loop, in my opinion, right? It doesn't go that fast. I think what we'll talk about in the history, I think it's like 36 miles an hour. It doesn't go really that, uh, doesn't go incredibly fast. Right. Uh, you know, it's not very, not very big drops, but it does have that loop and that loop's not big. And I think that's a good starter loop Yeah. for me to kind of be like, oh, you know, do I like loops? Let me try this loop type of thing. And if I enjoy the loops, then I would probably go, like, on rock and Roller Coaster or roller coasters with, like, bigger loops. Uh, so, overall, what do you think of the ride, Alex? I think it's an awesome ride. It's very compact. Um, yeah. But from watching the videos, it's short,
0: which may be reason why people don't like it that much because it is a very short ride. Uh, but it is kind of cool with the way it's built. And then there's also a loop. There's, not, there's no loop. open loops in Disney world so no no No. to have an open loop would be pretty awesome
1: well the only loop that they have is at um uh, rock Rock and roller Roller coaster Coaster, yeah 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 so and, and and you know that's one of the reasons why i'm a little hesitant to go on i think i think eventually i'm gonna go on rock and roller coaster right uh it's not the loop you have to be scared of it's the blast off i'm not too worried about the blast off
0: then go on the ride.
1: I mean, I kind of, Slinky Dog kind of does like a little blast off. I know it's not as extreme. It's not as extreme as Rock and Roll Coaster, but that's like one of my favorite parts of Slinky Dog is the, uh, blast off. Yeah. So, how about you? Well, Jen, you you didn't watch the video, huh?
5: Well, no, but I, I I know about the ride. So, I mean, it's, I didn't watch that particular video, but I'm familiar with it to some extent. It doesn't seem like it's a, you know, run to it as soon as the park opens kind of ride. Mm -hmm. It would be definitely something that, um, you know, you want to experience at least once. But without having actually experienced it, I I can't say it would be one of those, you know, like game changing kind of things where oh I need to ride that at least three times or right away or you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is not going to be like you just like you were saying, it's not like a rope drop ride that you rush through mm. to I feel like this is a ride that's kinda like it's similar to like Barnstormer a little bit in a way.
5: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Mm.
1: Let's get to the his on Indiana Jones in the Temple of Peril.
0: Even though Indiana Jones and the Temple of Peril opened in 1993, it was on the drawing board for years. Euro Disney Resorts was having many financial issues, so the attraction was put on hold and retooled. Originally, park guests would have been able to experience a full-scale Indiana Jones land within a land, featuring a huge minecart roller coaster based on the famous sequence from Temple of Doom. The ride would have coasted you through wild exotic jungles, a lost temple, and inside a large show building for the iconic mine chase scene. There were rumors the other attractions in the Indiana Jones land would have featured an attraction similar to the Indiana Jones adventure ride in Disneyland and a Jungle Cruise exploration attraction.
1: So this, uh, the Temple of Doom, I think, is one of the better Indiana Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, they're all pretty good but this one i mean has a lot of scenes that uh i mean the the minecart scene would is a famous scene right mm-hmm. and would mm-hmm. make for a really good ro- it would make for a really good roller coaster i feel like that this roller coaster is more it's not as intense as it could be for that scene cuz that yeah. scene's pretty intense like you you know you're kind of escaping from like you know the the slavers or whatever and uh it's it's really intense it's like a lot of like like the carts are kind of crossing each other and you're right. almost falling here and doing all these different things i feel like it could have been a lot more extreme than what it is because it's not very extreme it's not a very extreme ride no not all interactions yeah exactly
5: the um the Indiana Jones at Disneyland, it's it's kind of a little bit more, I mean, it's not a roller coaster, but it's it's more of like a dark ride. Well, it's similar to Dinosaur. Yeah. Um, so it would have been, you know, based on what this one looks like and knowing what it could have been, that would have been really cool to have like the bigger elaborate, you know, yeah. the the mind scene. That that definitely would have brought kicked it up several notches and oh, made yeah. it definitely more of one of those must do kind of attractions. I mean for the people who are familiar with the franchise and, the, and you know, the iconic scenes, like you said, I mean, that I feel like that could have been huge. So, yeah. but, you know, like if they like the Alex said, you know, budget issues, you can yeah. have the grandest of ideas. But if you don't yeah. have the money to back it up, you can't do anything.
1: Yeah, because this this it seems like this
0: ride barely made it. Yeah. <laughs> right. As is. Yep. And it's back when Disney used to have like sponsors for everything. So, mm-hmm. not even have a sponsor, then yeah, they probably didn't have a lot of budget
1: to make it any bigger. Cause it is really compact, like you're, like it, it's saying. Uh, it's very compact, very small, you know. Talking about this mind chase scene, uh, you know, I've been streaming me playing some old Disney games on mm-hmm. Twitch, uh, Twitch TV, Diz His. And there's actually an older Indiana Jones Temple of Doom game. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Beat it. You did.
5: I did. That was one of my favorite games.
1: Yeah, and they have like this part in the in the game itself. So I need to probably, I, I need to stream me playing that game too. Yeah. And you know, I, I was streaming yesterday, and Steve was in chat. And uh, those the games are hard, man. Oh yeah, they're super hard. I think they're just as hard, if not harder, than the games there are right now. Right? Yeah. Because number one, you keep, there's no save points. You kind of have to kind of go back and play Mm -hmm. through the whole game yeah and uh, like steve and i were talking about i'm like sitting there i'm playing this i'm trying to do this part i'm doing it over and over and over again and i'm not quitting like Mm -hmm. i'm just not quitting right so steve was saying when he was younger he would just give it to his older brother right and then i was talking we were talking i was like that's probably you know i'm sitting there doing it again i'm like this is probably the reason why i don't give up on anything i do is because these games taught me not to give up Right? Because right? yeah, you die, you got to go back to <laughs> the very beginning, you got to do it all over again. And I did it for hours and hours. So I was like, this game, these games taught me to never give up. Mm-hmm. And Steve is like, yeah, it probably taught me to give up because I give up all the time.
4: <laughs>
0: Indiana Jones in the Temple of Peril is a first ever Disney roller coaster to feature an inversion and with a track gauge at 55 inches. It was the first Disney thrill ride to have a track gauge wider than 50 inches. The constraint budgets and requirements for a high thrill attraction brought the concept of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Peril to life. The attraction is a looping coaster produced by Intamin of Switzerland. Nola was a subcontractor for the project. Despite lacking an indoor show building, the final product stays true to the spectacular
1: theming of the original plans. I feel it's kind of rare from the, really stick true to the original uh, plans.
0: Yeah, I mean it's not the true original, right? Because they wanted it to be bigger, but once they knew what size they had to work with, they then remade it. And to stay true to that is also hard, yeah.
4: hmm.
1: And you know, I know we were saying that it's not like a rope drop attraction. I feel like when it first came out, it was probably a rope oh, drop being I mean, one of the yeah. Heck for sure. Yeah. And well,
5: isn't anything when it's brand new a rope drop attraction to some extent? That's I true. So. I
1: guess that's true. Uh for sure. Uh but I feel like uh, you know, I feel like this is, when we'll listen to Niels' memory, and not really memory, but him talking about the ride, mm-hmm. and he makes it seem like it's not a very popular ride for some reason. So I guess mm-hmm. when we listen to his memory, we'll kind of talk more about that.
0: Looking for a new attraction to market for the 2000 season and wanting to invigorate the attraction, the Imagineers of Disneyland Paris created a new project to modify Indiana Jones and the Temple Apparel to go backwards. Imagineers were to remove the bodies of each train from their chassis and reverse them. The team added an extra two seats to each car, bringing the total for each two car train from 8 to 12. Lighting and props had to be reversed throughout the ride to ensure guests did not see any signs of backstage, and the track of the roller coaster itself even had to be altered and redone at different points. Guests would be traveling backwards, which would make them unaware of upcoming curves and drops. Their bodies are unable to prepare for the movement. This meant sharper drops and curves. The attraction needed to be softened to make the attraction a smoother experience. The redone attraction reopened on April 1, 2000. On November 27, 2004, the attraction was reversed once more to return the trains to the original forward direction.
1: So I feel like if they can go ahead and take apart this track and redo it and make it backwards and then redo it again, mm-hmm. I feel like they should be able to fix that Yeti in um, Everest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? Well, way different. But yeah, you would think they would be able to fix it. And d- doing a ride backwards, I think, is amazing. Like, I wish they would do that with, like, Thunder Mountain. That'd be cool to go backwards. But you can't because of the way it's built, the mm-hmm. dropping way it's built, I guess. I mean, I guess this roller coaster is built differently in the style that there isn't a big lift mm-hmm. type thing. Um, but things going backwards with that from what they usually do would be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, and you really think about the technology that we have now, right? That could be like, why not make a roller coaster that's like that? Well, I'm sure there. I think there are some roller coasters where you can go backwards, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but wouldn't it be awesome to kind of be able to have tracks that are kind of. Wouldn't that be awesome if you if you have like a roller coaster and the tracks are interchangeable so you can have right. like a new ride every couple of like months, you know, like go shut down for like a week mm-hmm. and they kind of redo it. So it's like a whole new ride. Right. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I, cool. I feel I feel like with now, like with the technology that we have, that we should be able to do things like that. And I'm sure we could, but it probably takes a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money.
5: Safety, that would be the key thing because when you're making any major structural changes with an attraction like that, the amount of inspections and and testing that it has to go through prior to opening would probably make that not too feasible unless you had one of those scenarios where, you know, you had a, it would have to be a tamer ride if you were going to switch it from forward to Mm backward just because, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the forces on the body going backwards and the movements and things like that. But, um, you know, you could do it in something as simple as, you know, swapping around like ride vehicles, like being yeah. able to switch those.
1: But you know, you're talking about safety, but we got like fairs and stuff like that. They're going around and they're like taking apart ro- like rides and attractions and, you know, putting it together, you know, like a, like a weekend later and they're doing it constantly. I feel. Okay, no- like- Go ahead. <laughs> no,
5: I have to cut you off. Number one, have you ever seen the people putting together those rides? And number two, have you. Than on any of those bigger I, rides. Well, I know.
1: That's what I'm trying to say, though. It's kind of like if Disney was to do it or, you know, some of these other bigger parks were to do it, it would be, I think, that much better, mm-hmm. right? And that yeah. much safer because they're going to have better, you know, quality uh, tools and better quality like inspectors and like this overall overall, to be better quality. It should be able to work out, I would think. But the problem is money. If, I mean, all those things cost more money, so. I feel
5: like your path of least resistance would be the ride vehicles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool too, which which one would want more, you know, I don't know about you, but people go crazy over little Disney toys that are at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like if they were to change out the ride vehicles, that would be a reason like, Oh, I need to go to Disney, you know, for the month of March because, you know, they're, these ride vehicle these cool new ride vehicles gonna be there for much a March right and like in February like a new ride vehicle is going to be there type of thing and like you know April there's gonna be another ride vehicle so I would want to kind of kind of go try all the new ride vehicles
0: well like a ride like runaway railway they could build that so it goes both ways easily and yeah oh it yeah that's easily. true that's true too I mean run railway you can't really because they have viewpoints with the uh, Mickey car going and with uh goofy but if they were to build one with the intent of you know, every couple of months switching it back and forth, uh, they can definitely do that type of ride. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like you know, this this is what they're trying to do here with this attraction is they're making a difference to kind of reinvigorate it, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, I mean, this was the year 2000. So, I feel like now we're 20 years later that
0: technology has improved quite. Pretty. Yeah,
1: that we should be able to do something like we this. We have flying cars now. Oh, wait, no, we don't.
5: Mm-hmm. According to the Jetsons.
1: And back to the future.
5: Yeah, that too.
0: The attraction is designed around an expedition to the Lost Temple of Peril. The queue is through an abandoned base camp, going towards the temple where guests climb a staircase to the temple entrance. Inside the temple, guests board the ride vehicles. Dizzy Imagineer Tony Baxter says, "Temple of Peril is a traditional roller coaster attraction. The roller coaster's cars, which are supposed to be mine cars, are going up and down over the surface of the temple, clearing debris or putting back the artifacts, and so forth." It's a very simple little premise. Then the car seems to go out of control and upside down during its trip around the various temple pieces.
5: So they tried to go with the original idea, just a really watered down, minus the show building version of.
1: Mm -hmm. And even though that it's watered down, you know, and not as extreme, I guess, or not as much as they wanted, it still seems like there's a lot there. Even though it's compact, there's a lot to look at.
0: Yeah, there's a good amount of stuff to look at. It's quick, which is, I think that's one reason why people don't like it. Maybe it's because it is very short, and that loop yeah. happens so fast. On the videos, when you watch the loop, it happens so quick. So, um,
1: But most loops do happen quick.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Except for big loops, I guess. Yeah. But they can't do a big loop on that I would. Area. I would think that loop
1: is very similar to the one in um, Rock and Roller Coaster um yeah because i can't you know i know i remember the barrel roll in rock and Roll coaster but i don't remember the loop too well because it goes by, you go the, right into it yeah. after launch okay that's like the first thing you do okay
5: that's probably why because you're still having the adrenaline dump of yeah. you know the the launch yeah but i feel like that one after because i have i've had it running in the i you know watched it while uh while the history was playing and i feel like the um the loop in Rock and Roller Coaster is definitely a lot bigger. Really? They do. I mean, just looking at the two side by side.
1: Yeah, but how big can that loop be? Because it's inside. Where's
5: oh, it? it's a pretty big show building if you see it from the outside. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's the reason why I thought this one would be a good starter roller coaster if you're kind of wanting to. It's like good for kids. Yeah,
0: I'd say so. If you're if you're wanting to have your kid go on a more intense ride and you're trying to get that. Like, let's say you're in between Space Mountain and Goofy's uh, roller coaster. This would be good in between.
1: Like me. Yeah, like you. But you like Space Mountain. <laughs> but yeah, you.
0: I mean, you definitely would should go on this before you got to rock roller coaster.
1: Yeah.
4: Oh,
0: no Lord. Sure. I just have to
1: go to Paris. Yeah.
0: Ah, now we have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> the layout of the attraction is based on the layout of the first looping roller coaster built by Pinfari Company. Pinfari called this coaster the TL-59. The TL stands for The Loop. And the 59 is for the ride's 59 meter width. This Intamin design copies the course of the TL fifty nine, but uses a track style which is unique to Intamin. The style and basic design of this traction was used as inspiration and basis for the Tokyo Disney Sea Coaster, Ranging Spirits.
1: So do you think like this is the same Intamin like the cake company, the baking company? Yeah, yeah. Mm. They were like
0: they're like this baking thing's not working out, so let's go into construction. <laughs> pick some rollers. Diversify. <laughs> yeah. So they have this in Tokyo Disney, uh it's called Raging Spirits. Yeah. I wonder why it's not Indiana Jones. I wonder if Indiana Jones doesn't have a presence over there. So they were like, well, let's not make it Indiana Jones. Let's just give it a basic uh name and theme.
1: Yeah, maybe. You know, uh it's very, you know, after last week's episode of Main Street Street Electrical Parade, and how they cut out Snow White, and maybe the an possibility Snow White wasn't is not as big overseas that it is over here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to uh, uh, kind of think about. Okay, well, Disney's doing different things at different areas around the world because it's popular in the areas that 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 they're at. Really. Yeah.
5: Uh, that's why pirates is the way that pirates is in Sh- in um, shanghai because they are you know it's the pirate movies is what
2: um people are more of.
5: familiar with as opposed to you know the nostalgia of the right here that mm-hmm. the movie was based off of yeah. so that's why that's the the primary focus because that's their frame of reference so you know maybe something similar maybe they're you're right and there just isn't any kind of uh, market for anything related to indiana jones because at the end of the day you know it's an older movie franchise yeah so it could just be that you know marketing strategy wise it was better to just make it a generic coaster as opposed to something else
1: yeah but now oh, i want. sorry th- am i boring you no no i was gonna say <laughs> but now i want the Shanghai because i'm I yawned now i want the shanghai Di- the pirates over here yeah, I would like that pirates too. I don't. I mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get rid of our
0: pirates. I love our pirates. Yeah, let's
1: make this. Just make the new Shanghai pirates. Just make it Are like we? a little, little
0: little Shanghai Disney.
1: Yeah, like a little mini mini one. Like, like a Disney, Disney World should
0: start doing like little like like instead of Epcot, you have so no at Epcot, I love Epcot. You have like little little Tokyo Disneyland, little Shanghai Disney. <laughs> you have little Paris Disney. Uh-huh.
5: And I think the point is that those it, to have a unique ride. Or a few unique rides at all the different parks inspires people to take that trip, you know.
1: Yep, exactly. Hey, not to kind of make you guys sad, but this weekend coming up is probably the weekend we would have been spending at the uh, the parks together. Yeah, yeah.
5: Alex is really sad about candlelight.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I I, I don't think they're doing candlelight this year, huh?
5: Well, no, are you? Ca- wait, I would go.
1: Well, Joe, if they if
0: they if we were going, they would be doing candlelight because in this scenario. You know, everything would be normal
1: yeah i guess not sure quick fire quick facts let's go
5: the attraction has two cars per train and the riders are arranged two across in three rows making a total of 12 passengers
0: the length of the track is 1968 and a half feet the attraction has one
1: inversion
5: the attraction lasts one minute and fifteen seconds.
0: The attraction has a chain lift and the height requirement is four feet seven inches or hundred and forty centimeters.
1: The top speed is thirty-six miles an hour. Which is really not I mean, that's like Space Mountain right there, right? Thirty six miles an hour is really not fast at all. Is it? Same yeah, time. man. That's not fast.
0: Oh, well, yeah, compact, just like Space Mountain's compact.
1: Yep. But I, mean, I think it's I think it's definitely closer to Barnstormer after looking at it
0: yeah i'd say so i'd say because barnstorm is not i mean for being kitty right barnstorm is not it's an it's it's tame but i think as a kid i wouldn't want to go on it and it's supposed to be a kid kid roller coaster quote, what unquote. the barnstormer
5: or yeah, the this Barnstormer? One? i see i almost and now in in watching that right through and and you know comparing the two and thinking about of- about how locals probably feel, you know, about this attraction. That's absolutely what it feel like it feels like it would equate to the um Barnstormer uh, as far as popularity, length, you know, just yeah. the difference being the inversion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. And thirty six miles per hour is fifty-seven kilometers per hour. It's really fifty seven point nine, so fifty eight kilometers per hour. Oh, okay. You know, not only that, I mean they they I guess maybe they're big on loops at Disneyland Paris because you know, we kind of were matching this barnstormer to, you know, um, the Indiana Jones ride over in Paris. But then the Space Mountain rides, Space Mountain over here doesn't have a loop, but Space Mountain over in Disneyland Paris does have a loop. Oh, does it? Yeah. I yeah. And it, it's actually more of an intense ride over there. I don't remember that having a loop from what our uh,
0: from. what I'm doing pretty sure episode. it does, I think. I mean, let me make sure.
5: So you're just saying Europeans are pretty just sure more seekers. It's, uh,
0: it's almost identical to our ride.
5: Just listen to the podcast, Alex. You might learn something.
1: Yeah. You did the history on it, man. I know. Three inversions. What? Yeah, man, it has three inversions. That's not right. No, oh, no I just looked it up and said it on there. And I'm pretty sure Niels has told me that it has had it has an inversion. That's the reason why he doesn't go on the one in, over there. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I do not remember that.
0: I want to go on this. I want to go. I want to go over there. I want inversions. Inversions are awesome. It says here, rock and Roll cross has three inversions. So I think it's counting barrel rolls, I guess, as inversions. Well, there's
5: the right? like, corkscrew. So there's the first one, there's a corkscrew, and I think there's one more later. Is
1: so it? if you're going upside down, it's an inversion. Okay. I'm pretty sure there's definitely, so there's probably not three loops in. Right. But there's probably, I know, I'm, I'm pretty barrels? sure there is one. I'm pretty sure there's one loop. I'm pretty oh, sure. Okay. For what Neil said.
0: We hear it is his. Think Indiana Jones and Temple Apparel looks like a lot of fun. It is a great starter coaster for your children or anyone timid of coasters. Over 9,000 Disney World workers have been laid off because of these unusual times. Even more in California. Cast Member Pantry is a food bank in Orlando that specializes in supplying unemployed cast members with food and necessities. We here at DizHiz think this is a great cause. And that is why during the months of November and December, if you sign up for our Patreon we will donate that money straight to Cast Member Pantry for both November and December. You get all the benefits of joining our goof group, as well as helping people that brought joy and happiness to your trips to the park. Just visit patreon.com slash 65 If you want to just donate to Cast Member Pantry, you can visit their Facebook page at castmemberpantry.com. Any donations are greatly appreciated. That's patreon.com slash 65 or castmemberpantry.com. With it being the holiday season, we have a great gift idea for whomever in your family is looking for cool, unique, and colorful earrings. Champagne and Clay is a jewelry store specializing in clay earrings with many different unique styles for anyone to enjoy. Their earrings are light and stylish and comfortable enough to be worn all day. All the earrings are color customizable. Just message them with any questions and they will gladly respond. Visit etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash champagne and clay that's etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash champagne and clay. And be sure to let them know Diss has sent you. Memories, memories, talking about those this is memories.
1: Okay, so obviously we're not going to have any memories of it, right? But right. Niels, uh, I was talking with Niels, and he sent us his kind of take on the Indiana Jones ride and what he thinks about it. So I'm going to go ahead. And he also has some of the facts that we talked about in this history. All All right. I'm going to go ahead and play it.
2: Hello everyone! This is Niels. Joe asked me, as a frequent Disneyland Paris visitor, to record something about today's topic, the Indiana Jones le Temple du Peril coaster, located in Disneyland Park Adventureland since 1993. I'm not a high-speed coaster freak that does inversions or big drops, so this isn't my cup of tea. Due to financial difficulties, this became a ride on its own instead of a fully immersive Indiana Jones Miniland. The original ride seemed to be kind of temporary and it got a major reverb in 2004 that made it more structural. It was the first ever coaster in any Disney park worldwide with an inversion, and it still has the highest height requirement. In 2000, Disney Temporary decided to make the ride run backwards to get, well, some renewed interest in it. Nowadays, it's back to normal. I think a lot of guests that are into roller coasters want to ride it, but for most, it's not far as good as Big Thunder Mountain or Space Mountain. It lacks theming of the movies, it's too short, and it's a bumpy ride with sharp turns. I heard quite some people complaining about the discomfort of the ride, like hurting backs, headaches, and stiff necks. What it also, well, probably makes a less loved attraction is that height restriction. It's simply not a family-friendly ride for that reason, unless your kids are at least 55 inches tall, I also think uh, this attraction is a bit hidden, especially for first-time guests, as it's not a long, well, a main route, uh, and you really need to walk into a green, not very inviting, dead-end. There's also a souvenir shop, but it misses a meet-and-greet, some unique snacks, or, well, the once-imagined full Miniland, to really get people into the Indiana Jones mood. Now it's just, well, a short, fun <laughs> uh, right for some thrill seekers, but it's disconnected uh, to the rest of Adventureland, uh, which looks amazing, by the way. Um, so there's far more potential to bring indie to life in Paris. Stay safe, guys. For the his. this was your European adventurer Niels, coming to you from the Netherlands. Bye.
1: Awesome, all of them hearing Niels kind of take his take on things, you know, especially because we can't be there, and it does yeah. a really good job, kind of, you know, yeah, totally. yeah painting so the it's picture. in a dead
0: up. end. And it's not very easy to get to. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like Barnstormer in a way. Right? Barnstormer's yeah. dead well, end and kind yeah. of hit it. It won't hit
0: be in. very long because everyone's going to walk past to get to Tron. Yeah, you're right.
1: Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm kind of, I didn't really think about it. We were saying this is good for like younger kids, but I mean, the height requirement is going to make it hard for younger kids to kind of go on it. That's true. That's true. I uh, know it does have that loop. So that's the reason why it probably needs that height requirement. I guess. Yeah.
5: Yeah. It. Anytime you have something like that, you're going to have to have a height requirement and it's a liability, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah, thanks Niels for, uh, giving us the insight on that. Uh, check out Niels capturing Disney parks on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I'm not sure if he's on, not on Facebook, but on Twitter capturing Disney parks. Uh, he, he's a super cool guy. Thanks again, Niels.
0: Ever thought about moving closer to the parks Imagine being able to drive to the park whenever you wanted. If that's the case, then you must use Streamline Mortgage Solutions. Interest rates are the lowest they have ever been, so if you are thinking of refinancing now is the time, Streamline will let you know over the phone if it's the best decision for you. They have been helping customers with mortgages and refinancing all over Florida for 15 years. Michael and Patty from Windermere, Florida, use Streamline Mortgage Solution, and here's what they had to say about the experience. My wife and I couldn't be happier with the service and support we received from Brian and Leanna at Streamline for our recent home purchase. They provided excellent communication throughout their application and approval process of our mortgage, and we would certainly work with them again in the future for our next purchase. Visit StreamlineFlorida.com to get in touch with an experienced Streamline team member who will assist you every step of the way, supplying you with services other companies can't. Contactless services are also available upon request. That's StreamlineFlorida.com, S-T-R-E-A-M, LineFlorida.com, and make sure to let them know Diz has sent you.
1: Alex, what'd you do in the world of Disney slash news? Got any news? what you do? Anything? Um, not too many news uh we watched
0: um that sing-along holiday sing-along that was out oh how was that by it the way, way? i, I did a chance to watch that it was okay it was good it was good my daughter liked it uh we watched that we watched um oh man we watched something else we were just talking about it but then i also recently just watched episode one two and three of star wars
1: oh okay, oh, like literally, okay.
0: literally in the last two days i've well, watched
1: who? all three we, all full through yeah What is going on right now? Okay,
0: this is good. So I just had him. I just had him on the background while hanging out with the kids. Okay. So I wasn't. I was kind of watching, but not really watching it, which is fine. Yeah, because I've watched them plenty of times where I don't have to constantly be focused on it. But Mm -hmm. as long as I can hear it, I can understand what's going on. And re re listening to them, maybe because I'm older, and um, you know, my favorite character, everyone knows, my favorite character is Darth uh, is Palpatine. I love Palpatine. Just the fact that. He's just he's just so powerful. He's just so powerful uh-huh. to be in the same room as Yoda and Yoda not know he's evil. It's just ridiculous. That's true. And so, <laughs> um, so rewatching it, I'm 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 now I'm putting them on the same pedestal as uh four, five, and six, because watching them and watching Anakin turn evil and how Palpatine has maneuvered this thing to happen and make it so mm-hmm. is just insane. The ability for him to maneuver everything to happen in the sequence that he wanted to happen in order for him to turn Anakin evil. Yeah. It's like
5: the ultimate game of chess. And he's playing
0: with nobody else. He's just playing with himself. He makes himself get captured by by uh, the the droid guy. I forget his name for some reason. Just heard Grievous? It just hurt Grievous. He gets captured by Grievous. Who made Grievous capture himself? He did. He wanted to be captured so Anakin could rescue him. So he could put him with Count Dooku to kill Dooku, Dao- Count Dooku, mm-hmm. and then he wanted Anakin to leave Obi Wan on the ship that was getting destroyed. Yeah, trying to kill Obi Wan off in one swoop, and then Count Anakin would only have him. It's yeah, like, but that didn't work. No, it didn't work. But he still ended up working it out. It's freaking crazy. It's just it's just crazy. So I think I think those movies are really good now. Maybe one, maybe one's not that great, but two and three, like the whole series, number two and three, with that stuff. Plus, you add in Clone Wars in between. Like yeah. If you watch Clone Wars in between, it just ties everything up so much. And you, much you more. haven't even watched all Clone Wars. I haven't seen all of them, I've seen most of them, but yeah.
1: So, I mean, now you make those movies better. Yeah. And out of the new, out of the one, two, and three, my favorite my favorite one is the three.
0: Yeah. Three is, I mean, rewatching it, three is definitely the best one.
1: Well, number one has probably one of my favorite Star Wars scenes with the pod racing at all of them. Pod racing's fun too. I love the pod racing.
0: Yeah. But for like the building and the developments and the way they just turn Anakin evil for number three. Yeah. I think, I think Palpatine was killing, I think Darth Sidious was killing Padme. Really? Yeah. I think Why? He- so that, so that Darth Vader could never go back to her. Push him
5: over the edge.
0: And then he told him he killed her. And then you have that terrible
1: scene where he's Darth Vader. He goes, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's angry, man. That's pretty bad. Oh. No, I remember. I think about Darth Vader. I mean, he's got some pretty sassy scenes. He has that scene which is kind of weird, right? When he's like, "No, like that," yeah, right? Yeah. And he has that scene. I think it is. Oh, is it Rogue One? I think it's Rogue One. And he's walking out there with some sass. He has like hip shaking. Oh, when he just goes through everybody. No, no, no. Before that, remember he? Uh, so in Rogue One, yeah, he's sitting there and the uh, one, um, like one of the main bad guys, I guess. Like the, uh, he comes out and he's like, uh, he has to go talk to Darth Vader. Mm. So the Darth Vader walks out. And he says like a little like stupid one-liner. He's like, oh, don't choke in the situation. He's like choking him or something like that. I totally forgot. it. It was such a long time ago since I've seen Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. But he he walks out and he's kind of like, he has like a little sass, man. He's like, like Beyonce walking out like single ladies or something.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Anything
1: else you want to share? Alex? Oh, no, that's it. I'm sorry. Okay. Jen, how about you? What did you do in the world of Disney Slash News?
5: Of course, Mando definitely can't miss that and other than that not much because you know we're kind of gearing up for christmas and it's always busy this is always a busy time for my family um, and myself but something that is constantly on in the background is um the holiday channel on um sorcerer radio yeah so that's got it's got a great uh, loop of all of the holiday music from the parks. And so that's great. I keep that on in the background when I'm working, and it just really kind of makes me, you know, ready to go back to the parks mm-hmm. and, you know, experience the holidays and all that stuff. So that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah. You know, Sorcerers Radio does have like really awesome loops in there. They're adding a whole bunch of stuff on the channel. Uh, you know, follow them on Twitter. You know, I'm always re- retweeting their stuff. Uh, and we're on Sources Radio Fridays at one and eight PM. So go ahead and check us out there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the people over at Sources Radio, the hosts are uh, awesome. You know, the uh, they I'm, definitely have a good product. Yeah, they sure do. Uh, and you know, I just interviewed Eric Allen. He's one of the hosts of um, the Sorcom Review mm-hmm. on the channel. So if you want to check out a virtual spotlight and you want to see, you know, some of Eric's favorites, Disney favorites, go ahead and check out Disney's go to uh virtual spotlight and go to um Eric. We had a, we had a lot of fun, man. He's yeah, dude, I'm not sure if you guys watched this, but did you, he's a a Jeopardy champion. He won uh uh won an episode of Jeopardy. Oh, really? Yeah, man, wow. super awesome. So we you talk a little bit about that. We talk about horizons, we talk about you know, some of his favorites. So it's a lot of fun. Go check that out. Also, dude, we made twenty six rank out of the top like D- Disney podcast out of the top one hundred Disney podcast like twenty twenty on Feedspot. We yeah. ranked twenty six. That's right. Yeah, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, it was super awesome news that I heard the other day. Uh, they contacted me and they're like, "Hey, uh, you know, you're ranked twenty six out of a And they kind of went over all the things that they had to do to rank us as like a whole like panel that ranks like all the Disney podcasts. And I had no idea about it. And out of nowhere, they emailed me and they're like, "You're 26. I was like, "Super cool." And they're like, can you, you know, tell? Can you promote that we, that you're 26, I'm like, sure. So there's some <laughs> really cool podcasts that are on that list. Yeah. And we are on there. So it's, I'm, I was real excited about that. Definite yeah, honor. Awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, Mandalorian, of course. I watched The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. You can check out our Mando reviews. Uh, we have on our Patreon page. And that was a lot. That was a really cool episode. Um, you know, I think that I was going to say something about what you were talking about, but I forget what it was, about like the first three movies cuz it kind of goes back. It's really cool how and we talked talked about it on that on our Mando review how everything's all kind of connected, right? And mm-hmm. even these like Mandalorian like these episodes, this season's kind of connected to 1, 2 and 3. Yeah. Right? Of course. Yeah. And it kind of talks it kind of talks about some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Death you know, Star. Well, yeah, it talks about that, but also talks about, you know, Baby Yoda now is called Grey Goo and how he was at that Jedi temple pretty much that got not wrecked. Yeah, he was not wrecked. on scene.
0: I did not see him.
1: No, I didn't. I, did you go back and look? Well, I watched the movie. I, I know. Did you, were you like looking like in the background? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I didn't see him. Were you seeing if he was trying to uh, steal some snacky snacks?
0: Yeah, he was just in the back eating the food. Yeah, he was in the cafeteria during the whole time. He wasn't supposed to be there. He was just in the cafeteria eating, like eating those little wafers. Yeah, not the
1: not the wafers. The the, uh, what are those macaroons? Yeah, the macaroons. The Little blue macaroons. Okay, what else? So you know, also I just we we, Alex, both, and I have been talking with people on social media. Mm -hmm. You know, people have been messaging us. We've been messaging them, and it's been a lot of fun. So keep those comments coming, because we love you know just talking Disney with you guys, and we love hearing about your favorites, and you know uh, just talking Disney, because right now you know we need a lot of positive in the world because. There's not a lot of positive news coming from Disney itself with uh, things that are going around in the park, you know. So we just love to talk Disney with you guys and to hear your favorites and talk about our favorites. Um, But that's pretty much it. Oh, uh, Joey Mazant and -hmm. Jeff Davis, who's one of the he's a a host over at Sorcerers Radio. We are planning on streaming. You know, Jeff and I have been talking about streaming for a while. Yeah. Joey and I just started talking about streaming the the last couple weeks and Fortnite. This released their new season. If you play Fortnite, it's like a video game, right? And it just re- re- released their new season last night. And actually, it's a Mandalorian. The- like it's like a Hunter themed and Mandalorians in it. That's so cool. So you can get like Mandalorian. And I know like the picture had like Mandalorian and Baby Yoda, Grey Goo in the picture. Um. So I'm I know you can be Mandalorian in it. You can like unlock the character skin. Yeah, but I'm not sure about how Gregu is kind of incorporated in the whole thing. But right. I'm kind of looking forward to streaming with Joey and Jeff. So, uh, you know, check us out. Uh, we'll, I'll check us out on our social media cause I'll let you know on our social media when we're going to go ahead and stream. So that's still kind of in the works. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we got this holiday season is very busy for all of us. Yeah. Uh, so next week, you know, our Patreon members have access to these live shows, right? We talk to them in discord. It's also a yep. lot of fun uh, throughout the week also, but we're also talking to them right now. But next week on the 10th, we're going to do a double episode. Because, you know, we, this is busy. This so, week. Hmm? This week. Oh, this week. Yeah, we're recording <laughs> a little. We're recording last week. But, yeah, so this week we're going to go ahead and do an episode this Thursday. You know, it's a double episode. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and check us out, you know, for as low as $2 a month, you can go ahead and join our Patreon.
0: And those $2 are going to be donated to... Oh, yeah, yeah. Pa- uh, ...Cast Member Pantry. Which, you
1: know, some, some more cast members just got laid off. so. Yeah. You know, if you join in the month of last month, you know, and this month, and this month, uh, we'll go ahead and donate to Cast Member Pantry. So, for $2, you can go ahead and get in on the fun that we have and the shenanigans that we get into because uh, it's sometimes there's our a lot shows of stuff we cut out. Yeah. Sometimes, especially <laughs> me, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> there's good things to
0: cut out and there's bad. There's there's good stuff we cut out and there's stuff that we should cut out, that we do cut out.
1: Yeah. So, if you want to go ahead and, you know, support, you know, Diz His and support Cast Member Pantry and, uh, you know, have fun and talk Disney with us. For those $2 a month, go ahead and join up on our Patreon. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to the two-hour episode. Should well, it's not fun. two hours. It's going to be two episodes. Who knows how long it's going to be. Oh, man. Probably long. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Christine <laughs> said two hours. I said, where did you get the idea? Yeah, so yeah. two know. episodes, So members,
1: you know, our Patreon members can jump in, jump out, whatever they want. Uh, we'll be here to have fun. It'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. We always have fun, so.
0: We should plan a meal. We should all eat the same food so it feel like we're all together. <laughs> <laughs> what? We should all eat the same
1: food. Why should we eat the same food?
0: everyone, the Patreons, everyone. We all eat food at the same time. We're all eating together like dinner. Like a big
5: sleepover.
1: Yeah. We'll have some spaghetti. (laughs) Spaghetti. Okay. That's a little weird.
0: Tis the season to make sure your home reflects that holiday feeling. Three Chicky Chicks Wax Company has got the smells for you. Christmas is always about those warm baked cookies. So make sure to try the North Pole Cafe Wax Melt. Fresh-baked gingerbread with notes of cinnamon, ginger, cloves, and rich vanilla alongside a cup of steaming hot coffee with a hint of mocha and sweet cream. Or grab the Queen's Apple Pie, a perfect blend of baked apples, lightly spiced with cinnamon-rich filling, in a warm baked crust. This smell will make everyone ready for those holiday baked goods. So make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com and use code HIS 20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays. All made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your house. That's three cheeky chicks at magicallyscented.com and make sure to put in the code DISHIS20.
1: TRIVIA! So today we're going we're gonna to go ahead and do uh, trivia with Trevor. How are you doing, Trevor? I'm doing good, man. How are you guys? So you got some... We're, we're doing pretty good. How, how, how are you guys doing, Alex and Jed? <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah. Well, he, I guess he didn't really ask me how I was doing. You're not... You know, okay. Whatever. So um, you got some trivia questions for us, right?
3: I do. Some little Indiana Jones trivia questions.
1: Yeah, yeah. And is it about... So before we get started with this, because I kind of want to win, right? Uh <laughs> Okay. Are they about I, the ride itself? Or No, these are about the movies.
3: Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Ooh. Like what's his name? I didn't first want name? to cover anything that that was in the, the history. So yeah, I, yeah. I did I went ahead and did the movies.
1: Okay. His dog, his name is Indiana. Is that one of the questions?
3: That is one of the questions. Uh, yes.
1: I get a point. No, <laughs> <laughs> he just ruined his I'm whole com- thing. He we'll had like a certain amount it. of number of
0: tr-
3: uh, questions. We'll come back to it. Sorry.
5: <laughs> wow. Wow, Joe. Uh, we'll
1: come back to it.
3: Okay. I was. I was. Just, I was. Just, I'm, he named I'm, his dog after himself. No. Leave it in the question. We'll, we'll, okay. We'll leave it in the question.
1: Point. I'll leave out. I'll. I'll lose a point. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, wait, 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 okay, Trevor. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do uh, it, man. We'll start with question number one.
3: Because what other question will we start with? Question number one. How did Indiana Jones get his name?
1: Uh, Joe. Joe? He was named after his dog. Whose dog? I, um, His dad's dog. Sean Connery's dog. That's incorrect. Oh, what? <laughs> his dog. It's, his, it's their family dog. Whose family dog? Indiana Jones' family dog. Oh. No, man. Okay. Okay. It's I'm, not just, I'm just
3: terrible the, on this one.
5: Okay, Jen, it's not the Jones family dog?
3: No. No. <laughs> No, I'm talking about in in the, in the creation of the movie.
5: Oh, oh,
0: Alex. oh uh, Alex. Oh. Is he named after... S- s- oh, man. Now, now I'm going to be looked really bad. I don't even know who... Where did it. the name Indiana Jones is, come is from? Is it a Spielberg movie? No, it's not. Is it? I don't even know. Yes. yes. Oh, it's Spielberg's dog? Nope.
5: All right. That's all three. Anyone else?
1: Yeah, let's ask the fourth person. I have no idea. I think we have to do rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> the point. Man, no points. Go ahead. Go ahead, Trevor. Go so it hands. was
3: George Lucas's dog.
1: Dang it! Oh, okay.
5: Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty interesting.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Question number two. Who was cast before Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones? Oh, Joe. Man.
1: George Clooney. Joe. Who? George Clooney. Incorrect. <laughs> Are you guessing? I was guessing. I was a shirking too. Oh
0: man, I know this, but then I don't know this. If you know what I'm saying? Like how I remember hearing about this. Think. But then I forget. He was casted and then he didn't do it because he was casting something else, and he did that instead. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of who that was.
5: Okay, all right. I'll
0: mm, think, think, think. What other popular movies came out around the same time as Indiana Jones?
5: I'm dishonoring my family right now by sucking at trivia so Uh
1: can I, can I go ahead and take another guess? <laughs> I mean, I'll allow <laughs> no, it because I have no guess. Well, I have no guess. Okay. Well, uh Tom uh Steve said Tom Selleck, which I it know it is Tom Selleck. Oh boy! Oh my gosh. You can't take help from you this no. Know- no, I like, no, no, do no, no point. I didn't get any points. I didn't get any points. Yeah, no but point. was, but it
3: is Tom it right. Selleck. So, yeah. what happened? Uh, Alex is right. Oh, I should um, get a half point for that.
0: The you know, history I'll, I'll, allow it. It.
3: I'll allow a half point. So, Why? what happened was um <laughs> Spielberg wanted Harrison Ford. George Lucas says no. He was just in two of my movies. Yeah. So then they decided on uh Tom Selleck. And then Tom Selleck left
1: Indiana Jones to do Magnum PI. Oh, wow. See, Interesting. My real second guess was gonna be Tom Cruise.
0: Yeah, I thought about Tom uh, Cruise too,
1: but I don't think hmm. the age range is right, right? Yeah, uh, no. I think that Tom Cruise is a little bit younger, by like ten years, maybe, if I had to take a guess. Uh so
5: I couldn't imagine Tom. Weren't you and because...
1: like Jen, aren't you and Tom Cruise like best friends?
5: We are. Well, mm-hmm. we're good friends. I wouldn't say best friends, but good friends. I mean photo documentation, definitely. Yeah. My I... daughter and Suri hung out, you know, it's a thing.
3: Mm, Right.
1: Go ahead, Trevor. Question number three.
3: (laughs) Question number three. uh, This is pretty easy. When did Disney acquire the rights to Indiana Jones?
1: Joe. Joe. 1987. Incorrect. Alex. Alex. 88. Wrong. Jen. Jen.
5: 89. 89. (laughs) Incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck, Alex?
3: Alex? 90. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're getting warmer, but it's still way off. Oh, Joe, way off. Joe,
0: 1996. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, go ahead. Name a date.
3: Last one. Name a year. 1993. No. <laughs> so, okay, maybe it was a bit of a trick question, but Disney got the rights to Indiana Jones in
1: 2012 when they acquired Lucasfilm.
2: Oh. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: But you know, but you know that that attraction, the Indiana Jones attraction, has been there at Hollywood Studios well, for a while, was, though, right? It was licensed. Okay, yeah, Yep. That's why was
3: licensed, I was but... thinking
5: eighty-nine because
3: right. that's when the park opened. Right, but Disney o- started to own, claimed ownership over Indiana Jones in twenty twelve. Okay, they you know, gonna bring so it back. What is this question number four?
1: Well, hold on. Before this is how many points is I think Alex has. Alex half a point. has a half
5: a point. Hey, Alex, so hey, he's winning that with puts a half. Me, that
1: puts me in second, right? Joe has a point, doesn't he? No, I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, point, Joe. But... Oh. No, I
3: know. no, Joe, I I gave Joe a point for guessing the question and answer before we even started. Yeah, so I, okay, that was pretty impressive. Wait, what? Yeah, I thought that was pretty, okay. impressive. Wait, yeah, I that's that's pretty like, impressive. I gave him a point.
0: Yeah, because he got Indiana Jones,
1: I think the thing. Yeah, the dog's name. I, you gonna, yeah. Wait, but it. didn't you get it wrong? No, he got wrong. No, no, he got it wrong. No, he didn't know no, didn't, who,
3: why? It was the
5: wrong context. <laughs> he, he was thinking from. about the line. He was thinking no. about the line from the movie. Yeah, yeah, know Where it came from? He wasn't thinking about the actual dog. Take that point back.
1: Yeah. So do I have a point or not? Give him half. Point. I'll give you a half point. Okay, so, with Alex. Wow, <laughs>
5: Joe, have you even seen all the movies? Uh,
1: I've
0: That's, seen. That sounds like someone who has not.
1: <laughs> uh. Uh, I don't, I didn't see like Raiders of the Lost Lost Ark. I saw when I was like really young, so I really don't remember it. But Temple of Doom, I know. Uh, Ladies, um, The Last Crusade, uh, I know. Uh, yeah. So,
5: what about Crystal oh. Skull?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I I saw that one too. That was with uh, Shia LaBeouf. Sharif Labeef, I I saw that, yeah. It's a good one. It's it's all right. It's pretty good. My favorite part about the whole thing is like, everyone's like, it's so fake. The movie's so fake. It's too fake. I'm kind of like, well, okay. Aren't all the movies like pretty fake? I mean- (laughs) They're movies. Yeah. Yeah, they're movies. And how, (laughs) if anything, this this is probably one of the most realistic ones, right? Because Aliens- because I mean, they're, aliens they're could be script. real, right? I guess. It's oh, why they, they didn't like
0: Crystal Skull? I got it. I yeah, know, but, I, know what you're I mean,
1: but it's kind of yeah. So it's kind of like all the movies are like incredibly fake. Why is this one overall like worse than the other ones? They're all. Yeah. I mean, one guy's ripping one guy's heart out of the of the chest and all these different things, kind of <laughs> like okay, calm yourself, slow your roll. They're all fake. It'll be all right, people. People, I mean, don't
0: they have? I mean, they have the what is it? The uh. The casket, not the casket. The thing that
1: the the, the covenant. The, the covenant arc, it arc. opens up and it burns everyone's eyes. Yeah, man. Like, like melts that's their so face realistic. Mur- yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> kind of got off there a little bit. What's the next? So Alex and I both have half a point, right? And yeah. So we're gonna make zero. this
3: one. This next one, we're, we're gonna make it worth two points. Oh, jeez. Someone oh, can someone can take the game here. All right, because we got two more a, questions. She can
0: take the game with one point.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but this is it's worth two points. I guess. Okay. okay, okay. No, I'm I don't making the rules as I go. All right. It's fine. We'll we'll figure it out. Uh, quite, what is this question for? Yeah. Uh, Where did Indiana Jones teach Archaeology 101? Uh, Alex. Alex? Harvard. Wrong. <laughs> Dang it. I just took a
1: guess. I do really
5: good it. Oh, knowledge. Jen. Joe. Oh, go
1: ahead, Jen. You can go first. Jen, I know I got it wrong.
5: Um,
0: oh, I think I know.
5: Columbia.
1: Wrong. <laughs> In state of Indiana? No. <laughs> what?
2: Why say no? Nope.
1: For? I have no idea. Michigan. No.
5: Okay. Yale.
1: Incorrect. Stanford. Mm-hmm. Oh,
5: that was Notre, in Notre
1: Dame. Nope.
5: It's a New England.
1: University school. of Central Florida. Go Knights. Go
3: nights. No, that's incorrect. I wish though. No, it's Marshall College. Oh Marshall, wow, Marshall the herd. Marshall College.
1: Oh, these are hard questions. He's a herd man. Some huh? of them are hard questions, at least. What is the name of the club shown in the opening sequence oh, of Jones and Temple of Doom? Gosh, who's at a club? Yeah, I man, at the very beginning, remember? And they're like, it's a really cool scene. And they have to have the antidote. <laughs> mm-hmm. They have to have, like the antidote, you know. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I, I. don't need. I've only seen it like once or twice. These are really hard life. questions, man. Let me take a guess. La Havana.
3: No. So okay, it's it's an Easter egg. I'll put it like that. That's your that's your hint. Oh, it's an Easter egg. Oh, hold on. Ooh. one second. It's some It's someone from
1: Star Wars, right? Hmm. Alex, don't
3: look in the Discord because uh, Steve's all over it. No, He's... don't don't.
4: <laughs>
3: um, I don't know. I really don't know. Tiki Joe's. Yeah. Ken.
5: I got nothing.
3: It's Club Obi-Wan. Club, uh, yeah. I remember yeah.
1: And it's like a sign. You see it right in the beginning. I remember really? Yeah. Yeah. And we walk in and they say, mm-hmm. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> you, so uh, what, we need a tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah, we do we do need a tiebreaker. Yeah,
3: because you, I'm, I'm and, Joe are, you oh. and Joe are you and Joe are tied at with half gotcha, a point. Gotcha.
0: This is the saddest <laughs> trivia ever.
5: I just want to say I've been live um live texting my spouse mm-hmm. these questions and he has been like yeah, like on it he, he would have cleaned our clock so yeah. I'm really embarrassed go on tiebreaker
3: oh gosh I didn't have one prepared I thought these would be pretty easy <laughs> you thought the, you thought these would be pretty easy well now you know I for mean, next time I got a, I okay. got a tiebreaker alright alright how much money did Raiders of the Lost Ark make
1: so whoever gets
0: closest gets wins closest out going over or closest period
5: oh gosh price is right rules yeah price, price is right rules I
3: love the price is right rules oh I hate the price
1: $25 just joking. Uh, who wants to go first? Well, I don't. I'm not gonna go first because you're, you're just gonna do a penny okay. over me. I'm gonna say. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say. I, 80, 80 I, uh, Which which movie? All the no movies. I ballpark are of the Lost Ark. Of the so the I have no
0: ballpark of what a price a number would be like.
1: I'm gonna say 45
0: million. What? That feels like way too uh, much, Alex. I feel like you went over, so I'm gonna be like, I don't know, 10 million. No. No, not even a million. No. Yeah, five, five million. Five million is a fine answer because he went over. It doesn't matter.
3: You think the movies made 45 million and then 5 million? Yes. Yeah. Do you want a second chance? <laughs> oh, yes. I want
0: a
1: second
3: chance.
5: <laughs> that means you suck so hard.
3: I want a second chance. Okay.
1: Can you give us, like, maybe the actor who plays Indiana Jones? It is,
3: it is more than $45 million.
1: I'll, is that's it really? Year. Is it That's overall? So, so I won then. I won. If yeah, it's the might... Price is Right rules, then I yeah, win. He Joe wins. But yes, it's overall. worth you want or is it to try again? Yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and try again. One hundred and forty-five no, million. Like, overall. Total oh. grossing. One hundred and forty-five million.
0: I was thinking like release time, like in theaters. No, no, no. Overall.
1: That's what I was thinking too. Overall. Overall. Oh. Does that count like toys and everything? Yeah, yeah.
0: No, just just from just
3: release date to now. How many? How many times? Or how much money has the movie made? Yeah, oh, I still have no idea.
1: That doesn't help me. Eight hundred fifty billion. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh my! Uh, God. I say
1: One hundred forty-five million. All uh, right, that's your guess, Alex. Just add a one to it.
5: Yeah, uh, so
1: one. one. <laughs> it was three hundred eighty-nine point nine million dollars. Three hundred eighty-nine point. How did he win how
3: did he that way? He
5: because he, he was he didn't, didn't go he, didn't over. Didn't he say?
3: Didn't he say put a dollar like add a dollar onto that?
0: No, no. no I said he just put a one in front yeah. of his answer. He did forty-five million. Oh, uh, one hundred forty-five million. No, no, no. I would I would say lower than $145 you know, million, so you know I why, be wrong.
1: You know why that's so hard to kind of guess? It's because, like, inflation and stuff. Like, the dollar's worth so much more, right? I have no idea what I'm even talking about, but let's just go ahead and move on. <laughs> I mean, inflation is a real to do with thing, but I don't think that
0: has to do with it. I think our lack of knowledge of how much movies gross is an issue.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: hard trivia is good trivia. C-
1: you could have been, like, who played Indiana Jones' uh, friend in The Last Crusade that's in Lord of the Rings? Oh, that's a good one. I don't know his name. I don't know his name either. Should we got that one wrong too?
5: So what is your <laughs> point? Yeah, Listen, man. Listen, man.
1: You has gotta watch the movies.
4: Okay.
1: Oh man.
5: Joe just wants to win. That's what it he wants eat trivia easy enough that he can win. <sighs> no, nah, that was it.
1: good. It was good. I like the Obi-Wan one is the one I should have I should have gotten that one. Because I, I remember going back and looking for that. I like I read about it. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Let me go back and watch Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. And uh which that scene is a great scene. Also, the whole scene at the very beginning where they're kind of in that club is really cool. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite scenes out of all the Indiana Jones movies. Thank you, by the way, for doing that. <laughs> Thank you uh,
5: for trivia.
1: We'll do trivia again soon, and I'll let you know for the episode. Yeah, you let me know, and I won't show up because I don't feel like looking at a dummy. <laughs> I don't mind looking like a dummy. Usually I do look like a dummy. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. That's the his on the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Peril attraction at Disneyland Paris. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.